We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Acute at that. What up, everybody? It's 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. You're listening to B. Mitch and Finley. Yes. On 106.7 The Fan. The boys are fired up. We're all here. We're all kind of early. Yeah, we're a little early. You listened to yourself yesterday, I see. Perhaps. Paul Feinbaum. I listened. Oh, that's messed (laughs) up. That is messed up, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff. Look at Paul Feinbaum. Pull him up. And look He's at, old and bald. Yeah, but he got ears just like you. He does have big ears. And <laughs> so, so the do future I. you is that. Man, I hope not. <laughs> yo, Greg sent me a. Yo, take it easy, lad. Call me Feinbaum. Damn. Some haters. Oh, I take that Feinbaum money, though. I think Feinbaum kills it. Um, Obviously, a ton of. I mean, good God, Brian. The the amount of coaching news that happened after we got off the air yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with Seattle. Pete Carroll. Yo, get Drab in here. I need Drab's take. Drabula. But, but they, I mean, Pete, this is something. Jeff, get Drab. Pete is the youngest old dude I've seen. I agree with that. I think he does a great job. I think they're, listen, man, everybody is moving to, I think most people are going to start moving younger. But Pete, I think, is going to stay in that business and going to be, Still working with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, draft I like te- Pete. We're going to start yeah. with Carroll because that was the first of the three mighty trees that fell yesterday. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. argue one of them mightier than all, but we'll get to it. Um, but we have Seahawks insider Drab T-shirt from the Tacoma Tribune here. Yeah. Um, Drabby, yeah. were you shocked? What happens next? Uh, I, was, I wasn't shocked, but I'm definitely uh, bummed out. I'm still bummed out, whatever it is, 20 hours later because that's my guy. I mean – He's our uh, Gary Williams or, or Gibbs in, in Seattle, whatever you want to call it. And he's he's a legend, and he's just – there was something about him. He was a one-of-one, one, one of one, so authentic, he's always cool optimistic. Dude. He Players almost had me him. in the Jets. Oh, really? Because when I went to visit him, talking to Pete had me sold. Yeah. And then Washington mm-hmm. shattered their uh, offer. Right, well, <laughs> so, that's what matters like, most. Okay. So I stayed, but I'm saying I've always liked him. For you to say Gibbs and Gary Williams, like you're going right at my heart. So I kind of – those are my two coaching heroes. I, I would say I, more so to Gary because Gibbs won three and Pete didn't. So you, you won a cha- national championship that you never thought you'd get, that you always dreamed about. Se- Seahawks were an afterthought in the NFL. Like yeah. nobody ever talked about them. They had been around for 30 some, Even though they went to the Super Bowl with Holmgren, they were just kind of like the Panthers. Or the Pacific like nobody, Northwest yeah, is so far away. So far away. Nobody, And now they're a health, household name in the NFL. They're, they're a t- top organization, top I, to bottom. I can't help but notice, usually you wear your Mariners hat. Today yeah, you're wearing yeah. your Seahawks hat. I, I'm wearing my old school, like, Chuck Knox, It's a good. It's a good lid. Hat. What, like, why'd you want the world to know you're a Seahawks fan today? 
That's a good question. Because uh, I, I, I'm kind of mad at the same time. Because Pete was fighting for his job. He wanted to keep his job, but uh, I don't know. I'm Is he fired to, or, or what happened? I, they, they basically said, you're fired, but we don't want to embarrass you, so we'll give you this advisor role that, uh, role that doesn't mean anything. He doesn't even, he, they asked him, he said, I don't know. Doesn't I have no idea paid. what that is. I loved what he said about does, your does, true does self. Does he get paid for that advisory role? I guess. That's all I care about. Well, they right. might be paying out the contract anyway. So well, he's gonna get that anyway. Right. Yeah. Um did you hear his comments about just be authentic and be your true self and you'll find your way? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I want that. It was so good. See, I I love those type of things. I listen to these coaches to see why people follow certain coaches. Um some of them can't say nothing that I want to follow. Sure. What Dude, happens? Russell next? Wilson flew. From Denver to Seattle last night to hang out with Pete Carroll, like that's how much e- even with their feud and everything, and and, and Russ and, and Pete never said anything bad about Russ during that whole thing. Was always positive, said kind words about him. Players flew in uh, from Los Angeles last night just to hang out with him. That's like that's how much he meant to, to those guys. That is why you got to get the right coach here because yeah. the, the 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 relationship that coaches have with their players. Mm-hmm. You see me around Coach Gibbs, sure. I act like a little kid, you know what right, I mean? Right. And I think that's the ultimate thing where when you get a coach that can have that impact on a on a team, it's not just one person, the whole team, that stuff goes a long way. That's when guys don't want to let the coach down. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about other coaches, and I'm like, I, I, I can tell you based off of how they play, whether it's BS or not. Coach, players, I mean, I've said this a billion times, players always know. Players know what's real. Players mm-hmm. know what's real from coaches. Players know who should be on the field, who isn't, what who's on the field because of contract or draft status. Right. Players always know. Uh, what happens next in Seattle? Is it Dan Quinn? Uh, probably. I mean, that's that's the easy answer. But I don't know. They might want to get away from from the whole Pete Carroll thing. But John Schneider is going to get. He's our GM. He's going to get a chance to do things without Pete over over standing over him. So maybe he wants to do something completely different. What happens? Leave his own mark. What happens with Shane Waldron? I think he. They told him to look for jobs. Everybody, right? Everybody. I, yeah. I, I saw that some coaches got told that. I wasn't yeah. sure. I think the, the Bears are already trying to talk to him. Okay. Um, interesting times for the yeah. Seahawks, man. Yeah. Time. End of an era, man. Time to start over again. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun too, though. But right, when he went up there, no well, one expected hey. all of this. Yeah. Keep in mind, they get the right guy. He was yeah, mocked he because the mock went with the Pats. Well, he was mocked, and everyone said it's the Seahawks. Why would he go from USC to the Seahawks? It made no sense, and then you know they, everyone pretended he he was a college coach and said they went. Now that he succeeded, everyone says, "Oh well, he had NFL experience before." Nobody thought yeah, Pete was going to do anything. They hated on him then he, yeah. when he when he shut him up. Then they want to now change it. Yeah, right. Um, that's my guy. That's my Gary. Uh, Drab, here's what I can tell you: we do, we aren't very good at much in this town. You're highly aware of it. Yeah, but we could we could celebrate the hell out of a rebuild. So, yeah. you know, welcome to Commander's Land. All this right, is, here we go. You, you should put a burgundy and gold stripe on your All Seahawks right, well, hat. We what, rebuild, this, what do you figure, no, every no, four or five this, years? This is our first rebuild. Th- that counts. All the other ones, we thought we were just reloading when we never had a damn gun yet. Every, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, guys. All right, Thanks, Drabby. Thanks, Drabby. Uh, all right, so that was obviously the first domino that fell yesterday. Yep. And that happened, I went on with Rooster right after our show ended. And when I walked out, I saw the TV in the bullpen was like, Pete Carroll out with Seattle. I was like, damn. Fast forward to about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Mm-hmm. I was air frying wings last night. Mm-hmm. Wife wanted Old Bay wings. The wife gets Old Bay wings. Um, I'm outside on my porch. And I, I see the tweet from Chris Lowe, I believe, 
Yo, you talk about a scoop. That's a scoop. <laughs> um, and I immediately text my boy Ed Mathers and the whole text thread of all those Bama guys. And it's just like, oh my God, Nick Saban is retiring. Yeah. What was your reaction? I, I was I was thoroughly shocked because um I always saw Nick going off in the riding off in the sunset after a championship. And after all the stories start coming out, they like he had already made his mind up that whether he won or lost, that he was going to do it this year. You know, most coaches is all they do. But when you still have a little life left in you, you're getting a little older. Like and I think Nick is just like Pete. Those dudes are spry. You know what I mean? They're not like an older like a dude that's just oh I'm done now. But I think uh, he got to the point where it's time for somebody else to step in. And think about the rigors of a coach. You know, you you cover the game. How many hours you put in a day? Yeah. I, I, Hell, Nick Saban is, is there. He's trying to get everything together, trying to figure something else new, trying to show something that nobody has ever seen him do. How many hours do you think he puts into it a day? So it'll wear people out, but, you know, hey, let's, let's be real. Old man game. Begin to leave. It's a young man game. Sometimes you got to step away and let somebody else have it. Well, and, and how much do you think – the fact of NIL and transfer portal. I think, honestly, I, I, I've said this for a while. I, I, look at I when, think the portal's harder for these coaches to deal with than the NIL. Yeah, People been getting paid. But let's be real. like, and, and, and this is no knock, but he had a hole on football for a long time. Cause, a chokehold. Yeah, chokehold. Alabama was. Put the rap game in this, a chokehold. They were handling business, doing their thing, you know. I don't know. Like everybody say, it was no, no, no scams and all that stuff going on while he was there. I understand all that, but all I know is all your car, your your guys are driving a car from a certain car dealership. Something was going on. Sure, you know. So and and then you were getting all of the 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 five stars, four stars. So you're gonna win mostly. Right now, the the field the the field is being leveled. Okay, and I think a lot of coaches sometimes at the end you like, okay, I'm gonna go out right now while I'm good. Because let's look at this year. There are teams that are stepping up now that are starting to compete at a level. We didn't see them compete before. So, and players, their mindsets, I'm going where I can start, not where I have to wait. Sure. I think you look at Saban's career in Alabama, though. And, and I know, Jeff, who's our guy that we're having on later today to talk about Saban? John Tolte. John Tolte. I'm looking forward to that. It's a little salty part of the day, huh? I heard this stat. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Saban had more first-round picks during his years in Alabama than losses. That's good. That's – I almost cursed. That's remarkable. It's remarkable. But, like, like, I'll be honest. I'll go back to it, too. When you get the pick of the litter of all the five and four stars, you should be winning like that. Totally, but he built that up. Bama had fallen way off when he got there. They had fallen and fallen never fell way off. But they were they had fallen, but you still had that lore sure. of, of uh, Alabama. And resources. And then when you got the resources pushing, you ever notice that he was the one that was arguing about all of the – he did not want nobody doing this, that, and the other. He was trying to play the thing up about – when when Dion went to Jackson State. He and All, Dion have always been cool. Oh, no, he did talk about how where they paid a guy a million dollars to go down there. He no, said he that. did that at A and M. Remember A and M was who he was. That, pissed that at. cornerback. He 
he was doing the commercials with Dion. That's cool. But when he when the, he made the comments about the cornerback that went to Jackson State that is now in a uh, Buffalo in a uh, Colorado. So what I'm saying is all thing the thing that happened is when it got when everybody started being able to do what was going on, it became a problem. I mean, but he he did he, he coached he did a great job. You know, I'm not knocking Nick Saban. I'm just saying. 206 and 29. Yeah. <laughs> in 17 yeah. And years. the thing about it, listen, man, if you, because back in the day it was Barry Swisser. <laughs> if you can get the best of the best, you better get them and you better win with it. And he did a damn great job. Oh, man. He put a lot of people out there. He got a hell of a coaching tree. He got a lot of players that were underneath him. Who you think they hire? I don't know who the hell they're going to hire. Whoever they hire, you got, you you in for a rude awakening. Dude, I almost wonder if I'd rather be the next guy. Like, let somebody come one. in. Yeah. Well, would it be someone it's like that's, asking a question after David Aldridge on the in staff the press right now? What's that? Would it be somebody on the staff right now? What's the other guy? Uh, the the offensive coach uh, that was there. Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. Would he be somebody come back? Would you leave Texas? I, I don't know. Texas might have more money than uh, Alabama. They have more money than Alabama, but Alabama has more seems prestige. to have more sense. <laughs> yeah, they have more prestige. The, the Texas say, schools tend to churn and burn at a pretty rapid pace. Yeah, you still get paid. But anyway, what I'm saying sure. is the pressure for him to succeed at Alabama is going to be tremendous. Yeah. So he may want to not go there. But What about Lane coming back, leaving Ole Miss, going back to Bama? Or I, can, Dabo, I can see that. Dabo played at Bama. I can see that. We'll ask, uh, we'll ask our guy at noon. Um, and then the last of the mighty, the news that kind of we were expecting took a little bit of time. Bill Belichick out of New England. Mm-hmm. Um, no surprise, but obviously major news. Yeah. What do you make of it? I just think it comes, there, it comes a time when what you've done before, it stopped carrying you. You hear what I'm saying? Because I, I believe this. If Bill had gone on and was in the playoffs and won a Super Bowl or something after Tom, we are not here. But after Tom left, I think Kraft is like, okay. <laughs> you know, the question is answered now. Because Tom did go somewhere else and win a Super Bowl. But Bill is great. Bill did a lot of things. He was able to get all of his players to buy in, no matter who he brought in there. Players that were knuckleheads on one team came to his team and they fought, they fell in line. You know what I'm saying? So the man has an ability. I don't think I would want him here at this time because I think right now you need to have some young, energetic person that's going to be taking this thing on for a long time. But the one thing I love about him is players were held accountable. And as I said the other day, the one thing I care about when it comes down to head of football operations or coaches coming in here now is accountability. So that one thing they could take from Bill and these players that have been sitting around here on this damn club med scene, your ass better get ready to work. That's what I feel that I need somebody to come in and hold them accountable. I'm not saying have to make somebody go in no bull in the ring and that type of crap, but you need to be working as hard as you can based off of the rules. Now work up to the, to the damn, to that line. And when you get on the field, we expect you to do certain things because when you see guys, they complain about working, then you get on the football field and you have 15 damn blown calls, I mean, plays a game 
that tells me nobody was held accountable. And it was most games. Well, I'd also say if you have a game where there's a bunch of blown coverages, a bunch of poor time penalties, stuff like that, you're like – Sometimes you have a bad day. You have a bad game. You can have bad games. When it happens week after week after week yeah. after week. And and it's always like, yeah, we got to work on the communication. Landfill, how long have they been working on the communication in the secondary? It, it's been a when while. You, when you're here, I think we we have a, a more fluid show because you can look right in the face and we can read uh, you know emotions and things like that. But when you're not here, we still can get it going. Because I think I've been around you long enough to know when you're about to close a statement, You sometimes we step on each other. Because when you're not seeing each other, that's how sure. it goes. But for the most part, our communication works. When the hell did the communication get better? In the, I'll ask the question from the first year to the fourth year. What was the major problem on the football team? Blown coverages in the secondary. How many years did it take to communicate that? And if the same people wanted to do it. So we've reached a place where Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and Bill Belichick all, in some capacity, pushed out, fired, retirement. Mm-hmm. It feels to me like the pro guys were both kind of pushed out, and the college <laughs> guy really got to retire. Yeah. Um, the man was one game from being in the championship. Nobody forced him out, right. especially with all all the recent success he's had. Yeah. They wouldn't force him out. They're probably like, yo, dog, we give you another five mil. Right. Stay Please for like stick three, around. Four. Yeah. Stay, get somebody on the staff and, and build them up to get to that point. I, I really wonder with Saban, it, this year I think was taxing because I think he thought he didn't have it, and then he got those guys to buy in, and they turned it around. That early season Bama – they lost to Texas, and then they were losing in the fourth quarter against South Florida. Yeah, that trip to South Florida for schools like Bama and Michigan, like when they strategically schedule an away game in Florida or Southern California or something, that's a road show for recruits. Mm-hmm. That's a yo, we're gonna come into Florida, let everybody see how big and bad we are. And, and, and South Florida was putting the. Doing a monkey wrench in their play. They're not there to lose or for that game to be close. <laughs> Hell no. Now, they ended up winning, and and I think Milrow got benched in that thing, and they got better, man. They got much, much better as the season went on. Um, what, if any of these champions belong in Washington? We'll explore next. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. As good as the regular season is, there's nothing like NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games in three days. For these teams, it's win or go home. But you'll always have a spot in playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. And, you, you, you know, look, if you want to follow my, my picks, you go to FanDuel.com. You have new customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook with the official partner, 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old, President of Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. 
Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gambler. Little Axel get you moving on a Thursday morning. It is a bleep you Thursday, folks. Get your best ones ready for 1 o'clock. Helping us make sense of a wild day in pro and college football our good friend, Mr. Barry Sverluga. Barry, what's up, man? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? We're good, good man. How dude. You doing? Um, three Titans either get fired, pushed out, retire yesterday. Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Nick Saban. What do you make of this? Is there a is there a youth parade going on? There could be. I, I mean, I wrote about Saban last night. Um, that was, you know, to me, such a... Uh, an iconic um, development. And I think it's important to note that while, you know, Belichick and and Saban are kind of linked because they work together and they're kind of, you know, the goats in their um, respective levels of football, Saban leaving at this time in, in a way feels bigger to me or more important to me because the NFL is stable and it is, you know, it's Coca-Cola, it's IBM, it's Apple, it's not going away. It's indestructible. College football is in complete upheaval um, with, of course, the transfer portal and NIL rights creating and empowering the student-athlete, which is smart smart, Mm. um, and and just, but it it is, it has created um, effectively free agency in college, and it is a fact it's much harder on coaches. So when you remove the most forceful, the most stable, the rock of, of coaches, and, and you lose him not just at Alabama and in the SEC and in the college football pro playoffs, but you lose his voice and his thinking, um, I, I think that is more unsettling than Pete Carroll being out in Seattle and even Bill Belichick being out in New England. And I think him – He's leaving when he's still basically relatively on top. He still had a great team this year. You know, they end up losing two games. But two games is nothing compared to what you saw Bill Belichick go through over the last few years. So when he steps down on his own doing, I think that makes it seem bigger because the other two seem like they were told, look, uh, we got to let you go. So, Brian – I think you're exactly right, and I, I wrote about that in, in this piece. It wasn't the focus of it, but it's hard to not link Belichick and, and Saban for all the reasons I listed b- before. But there's something admirable about being 
self-aware enough that um, either you can't give everything that you used to or the circumstances shifted enough that giving everything you used to wasn't going to be good enough anymore. Um, he didn't bottom out. I mean, Nick Saban, I guess you can't say he went out on top because they lo- lost an overtime game to Michigan in the, in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. But there have been 10 editions of the college football playoff, and Alabama has been in eight of them. So yeah. if he's not on top, it's damn near it. And, you know, that's, that's the kind crazy. Of, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and that's the tough thing about the Belichick situation is, you know, I'm not one who's like, oh, the last four years um, mean it was all Brady all that all that time. But there's no question that he opened the door for that kind of debate. And then at four and thirteen, you know, I mean, he did have a ten win season with Mac Jones at one point, and they made the playoffs only to get blown out by by Buffalo. But four and thirteen is you know far and away his worst season as, as a head coach. And there's nothing on Nick Saban's resume that even approaches that. He took over at Alabama in 2007. They went seven and six. Every single year after that, they won double-digit games. He never lost more than three in a season. It's just absolutely remarkable. Yeah, it is. I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, all of the success for all of those dudes, Saban, Belichick, Carroll is remarkable. Carroll clearly comes in third in this race. I think Saban's at the top with Bill in the middle there. Um, you think we see any of them as head coaches again? So the one I'm most curious about that in that regard is, is in fact, Belichick. Because yeah. if you listen to what he was saying on Monday when he did his, you know, kind of year-end media session with with Patriots reporters you know he was very much like I'm under contract I'm, I'm thinking about this you know there were reports last week like he he was preparing for an offseason like like you know it, it would be normal um, clearly there's a, a want to there now does does that want to did it only include finishing things out in New England and writing the wrong of four and 13 and trying to turn that around um, or does it include, you know what, I'd like to go someplace else and try to prove that the way I do it would still work at, you know, he's turning 72 in, mm-hmm. in April. Um, I have the most curiosity there. I think, you know, Saban stepping down at, at 72 and, and citing um, taking care of himself and, and, and his health, that seems, I, I mean, I would, at first blush, I would be totally, totally blown away if he did it um, somewhere else. And then Carol, it, it seems like the skids are greased there for him to have some sort of, sort of role in Seattle. Now, I mean, I think, you know, this is easy to identify. He, he clearly, at his age, north of 70, still has energy, physical energy, Big running time. up and down the sidelines like he used to. So does that translate into – I have the energy to um, to do it all again someplace else. And then I, I go back to something you said at the start, JP, is like the want to is only half of the equation because you have to wonder as the Ben Johnsons of the world um, get interviews and as the Matt LaFleur's and Sean McVay's and um, that generation of coaches 
enter the enter the playoffs, is there a an an NFL outfit that would turn to one of these people and say, "You've done it so well for so long. Um, I know you're 72, but." we want you for the next five years to, to, to lead this franchise. I, I'm not sure that that situation exists anymore. Mm. I I tend to agree with you, and I feel like because of Rivera's lack of success here, um, you know, Vic Fangio had to go back to the D coordinator world. Um, Bill Belichick ne- now stepping down. Carroll now stepping down. You know, the oldest coach in the NFL might now be like Mike Tomlin. Like like the, the era of John Fox getting Andy another Reed job. Andy Reid, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. But like when Andy retires at whatever point, like, it, it, you know what I mean? Like the, this era of the old, old is unfair. The uh, older than 50 defensive coach just might be over and everything's cyclical and it'll return, but... It's just hard to think unless, you know, I think a team like the Chargers where at least a quarterback and offensively, and I'd say defensively too, there's talent and they're just misguided. Um, You know, there are teams out there that could maybe use what Bill does, but I don't think it's going to be like people beating down his door, man. Maybe I'm crazy. Well, particularly on the – And I agree with you on Saban. Saban I think is legit done. Right. Oh, he, um, he stepped down. So, so right, yeah. I think when you think about it, you know, look at what Josh Harris said the other day, and I think this was perfectly articulated. Like, running a football operations department is an eighty-hour uh, a week job. Being a head coach is an eighty-hour a week job. Those are two jobs. I, I'd be surprised. You know, if Bill Belichick's terms of employment for someone new are. I got to be able to run, you know, the old Parcells line. I got to be able to shop for the groceries and then make the meal. Like, I, I don't think that's probably out there for him because, you know, look at the meal he just prepared in New England. Like, it, 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 the ingredients are bad and the results were bad. So mm-hmm. I think you're right in that regard, um, JP. Um, and I also think, like, John Fox is a perfect example that you, you mentioned there. Like, I think that level of retread is really unlikely to to surface i could dan quinn get a job i think dan quinn could probably get get a job um as an accomplished uh you know been through it um defensive minded coach but i don't think if you think of the, the head coaches who have been in more than one place that are in the league now andy reed who's you know did it at a high level in in two places um brought one team to a, uh, a Super Bowl and, and, and has obviously won Super Bowls at his next stop. Sean Payton, who was uh, unblemished, um, you know, just kind of stepped aside in New Orleans and, and got another. He's a little now. Yeah, he's Sean Payton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but at the hiring point, it, it was like, no, people would pursue him, right? He was a, 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 a you know, a worthwhile um, commodity. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl and then had, you know, philosophical differences with um, management in Philadelphia that led him, uh, you know, to be out there. Um, but you're, I think you're not going to see the, the level of retread that, that you used to because there is so much innovation in the game and because young guys, like, you don't have to have 
proven yourself as an assistant over a decade, um, you really, if you are forward thinking and innovative and, and um, have some stuff to show and articulate, it's not, it's not even really taking a chance on you anymore. It's like, no, other guys like you have done that. Yep. And at some level, um, that level of, of innovation, you know, the age doesn't matter as much as, as the level of, of thinking does. And I think owners are starting to see that. I think it's a copycat lead, and it's simple as that. They see somebody young come in, innovative, and do it. They want to get somebody else that look or act like them. It's, it's been copycat for since you were playing, right, yes. Brian? I mean, yes. like, something works. Why not try it? I mean, college football is the same way. Like, not everybody ran, you know, spread offenses 20 years ago. Um, and, and I would say just, I mean, this is kind of a tangent, but just to give Saban some, you know, some credit for some of his, his greatness, um, people would, it's very, very easy to look at Nick Saban and say, oh, he's an old school guy. Like, you know, he's from West Virginia and he grew up on the defensive side of the ball and he's hard nosed and everything. And that completely dismisses his absolutely brilliant embracing of what college offense became because he, in the end, he wasn't winning championships, you know, 20 to 13, like he had Tua and Devonte Smith and all those stud um, receivers all over the field, opening things up. And it didn't matter who his quarterback, I, I'm sorry, who his offensive coordinator was, whether it was Lane Kiffin or Bill O'Brien or, or whoever, like, he embraced that change because he knew it was the um, the way to succeed. And I think you know, great coaches um, are based in in a philosophy and guided by principles. But the the really great ones are based in those philosophies and guided by principles and are willing to change when change is necessary. And I think Saban did that. Barry. You're so smart. We appreciate you always making time for us. One word answer. Do you think Belichick is a good fit for Washington? One word answer is no. Thank you for the time, brother. All right, man. Appreciate it, guys. 11 a.m. We're opening the phones. Do you think Belichick is a good fit for Washington? Me and B give you our answer next. Don't go anywhere. I tell you what's pretty cool. I'm looking at this photo. Russ Wilson posted all these players. Looks like they went out drinking last night in Seattle. Yeah. Seeing Richard Sherman there. Um, stuff matters, man. That's pretty cool for Pete Carroll. I imagine that bar bill wasn't cheap. Those fellas, there's bottles of wine. I don't think those are $10 yellowtails. <laughs> hey, man. It just shows you, and I think when you start, I'll just say this to some of the people, the parents out there. These coaches with your kids. They have that impact at this level, but they have that impact at lower levels too. Give those coaches a little bit more respect and also support them because you working and doing everything, your kids go hang out with them for three three hours, four hours a day, sometimes longer once they get to high school and college, they could be a hell of a help to you. So stop being asses to the coaches. Yo, I told you this. It's somebody you know that is in sports media in town. And his son plays plays some pretty good hoops. I want to say it's like fourth or fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Pretty good player. But still, we're talking fourth or fifth grade basketball. Uh-huh. One kid on the team 
His parents have had him on four different teams in three years. He would never be on my team. Yo. <laughs> that that dude would not be on my team because you all are trying to dictate what's going to happen. Let's be real. You may want to go get your kid some help because he may not be good enough. Yeah, clearly. I mean, look, that's the problem where these parents, like, my kid's not playing, so you take him to another team. My kid's not playing, you take him to another team. Your kid may suck. Remember that. Also, Your kid could be like Jeff. Just let him have fun. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah, you're supposed to. Like, but nobody's see, in the scholarship the when they're too many nine. Parents, they've seen Tiger Woods. They've seen Katie Ledecky. They've seen uh, was what was the young lady Michelle Wee. So they think my kid is the next one. I also think if your kid is not already showing you astronomical talent, your kid is not the next one. Kids sports has also become big business. Yeah. So you got all these leagues, all these uh, individual coaches. Like there is somebody willing to tell you, yo, your kid could be great. You got to work with me, though. All you have to do is open your eyes and, and watch the other kids that are that they, they the people consider the stars of the league. And you look at your kid and you go, okay. That dude right there is a NASCAR, and my kid is a dump truck. <laughs> You'll know the difference. You know that's why we call my boy Truck, Truck, right? When we were in uh, sophomores in high school playing JV basketball, whenever he'd back somebody down in the post, beep, you know, beep. they'd start beeping. This dude, Asim, <laughs> would start beeping. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, Truck. What did the other team start thinking when y'all were doing that? <laughs> Here's the plan. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. We're going to open this up around the the GM coaching search. I'm going to tell you, I tweeted this out earlier. I checked in with sources close to the ownership. Belichick ain't on the list. Should he be? You want him? We go around the around the room. Landfill, Jeff, me and B, and then we'll take your calls. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 